0: So we were just talking about how hot it is sometimes places in Denver right now. It's hot as balls.
1: What's well, the temp there?
0: Um, watch me. Look, it's not going to be that bad, but I'm yeah, <laughs> no. let, me, let me look at the weather on my phone. I think it's like, it's like 80, it's 83 degrees right now at yeah. night. That's like, yeah, it's... that's pretty warm.
1: I can't complain. It's like seventy-two is what it says outside, but my AC's on, and I don't even care.
0: Oh, it sounds delicious. But uh, I, should, should in, in I get like there's like a there's like three hours in the middle of the night where it's perfect. I get like yeah. three hours of perfect sleep because it's just bringing in really cool night air.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, we'll see. It hasn't it hasn't really cooled down tonight. Which is pissing me off. Global warming, You get on that, Congress.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. What you been up to, Maddie?
1: Um, uh, nothing. Uh, been playing a got an Xbox One not too long ago. What a lot of,
0: you got? Yeah, you got both systems.
1: I do. Uh, I You're turned like into king. one of the, <laughs>
0: Like I just have of, all
1: this money to throw around. I don't even throw, care.
0: Actually, I've been doing pretty well at work. That's a, I just bought a PS4 actually. So we're both we're both coming up good.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I did a lot of people here at work had a Xbox 1 and wanted to play games online and stuff and I was like, well, okay. I mean, and I found one at like half price for like 175 and I was like, that's a fair deal for a new video game system. You know, yeah. Controller and everything, and so I just spent the money on it. Nice. So, you know.
0: Fuck yeah. What Whatever. games you got for it?
1: Uh, I have the Gears of War uh, Ultimate Edition, which is just like a redo of the first game. I then I have Elder Scrolls Online, is which is what I've been playing with people online and then uh i got nice. X, uh, some xbox 360 games are backwards compatible and i never played gears 3 so i picked that up for like five bucks nice. to get through it before gears 4 comes out but i probably won't buy that whenever it comes out though
0: what um what uh user interface do you think is more intuitive the xbox or the ps4
1: um i like i think i like ps4 more um yeah i think it's easier to navigate i don't know if that's just because i've had a ps3 longer and uh i think through i think 360 kind of rubbed me the wrong way because i had like three of those motherfuckers yeah and it's still pretty similar to that i mean it's okay i just feel like it's just gonna like the argument's gonna be like well i've had an xbox forever so it's the best and i've had like a sony so it's the best um, right but for me it just always... like i can just control the sony one better for me is like someone who likes simple stuff knows where to go like i feel like the xbox can be a little like like just it has so much going on that isn't really necessary in my opinion uh-huh. whereas like the ps4 i think is a very nice layout um very easy to see where everything is i think the only thing i don't like is when you have to go to like the channel section or whatever it is and then you have to drop down to go to like netflix i wish it was just like a little icon like i just Mm. want netflix i don't have to click on this thing to like but you know i mean those are like minor complaints that i can just get over but yeah i I, it's going to be sony for me i like the system better i think it's more fun but yeah
0: i've always been a playstation guy
1: I just don't. A lot of our friends don't play. Like most of our friends have PS4s, but a lot of them don't play anything online that I want to play necessarily. Yeah, that's. And true. then it's like, it's like, hey, I got the new Doom, and then people are like, yeah, I want to play it, and it's like, okay, well, I have it, and we could do like some co-op if you guys want, and then like no one goes out and gets it, and it's I understand sixty dollars oh, yeah. video there's, game, but it's there's
0: co-op on that.
1: Yeah, or co-op, or like just online play, or something. I don't know. Yeah, but.
0: that's cool. I was thinking of getting it. The GameStop over here by me has it for, like, 40 bucks.
1: Yeah, it's fun. Um, I don't know. It was just, like, no one, like, I never get, like, people at work are always like, yeah, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, I nothing. they're like, Older Scrolls? I'm like, yeah, okay. Nice. And then it's like, Joe will be like, hey, uh, you want to play some Dark Souls? He's like, ah, I kind of want to get through it. But, like, Dark Souls is a fucking intense game. And I kind of yeah. want to just you... get through my first the, my first experience with Dark Souls by myself.
0: Yeah. Can you co-op in Dark Souls, too?
1: He can, like, help out. Like, he, like you can get in, but it, like, can't co-op. But I don't know how it works, actually. So, but oh, okay. you can play online. But maybe Joey's just That's trying to get online fun. to, like, fuck up my shit. He's just like, I'll <laughs> just kill you a bunch. But...
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I heard How is can how's come in you and charted? just, like, wipe you up. Uncharted Four is amazing. Yeah, I keep telling, ta- I keep like talking about it with people, and they're like, a few people that I talk to, they're like, "Oh, I've never played the Uncharted games," which I think is crazy. If you yeah. have had access to a PlayStation Three, and you haven't played them, like that's nuts. I don't, I don't get the, <laughs> you know, I don't get the like aversion. I don't get what's like. I don't I see. The first I don't know.
1: And half of the second. oh really? Yeah. Oh
0: man. Yeah, they're they're all of them are great. The first one I had problems with um just cuz the controls at first just cuz it was the engine was new and built from the ground up. Yeah. Um which I'm sure those are probably things they fixed in the remastered versions uh or the HD or the you know the ones they just released. Yeah. Um but Uncharted 4 is like I keep telling people like just if you have a PlayStation 4 just play Uncharted 4 like don't worry about playing any of the older ones. Because the story connects kind of. I mean, it does connect. It's all like one long story, basically. But the core plots are different and don't connect. You know, So you can get into it. There'll be a couple things you're... I mean, it's not even that big a deal. I would say just start with the fourth one. Because it is, at this point, the most sophisticated experience with that world and those characters. It's straight up like playing with G.I. Joe's. It's like a sophisticated G.I. Joe experience where you have all the play sets and you have all the weapons and you have all the characters. And extra characters, you know, like the henchmen shit. It's like if you were a rich kid playing with G.I. Joes back in the day where you had every possible, you know, setup. Um, It's just such like a finely tuned experience, man. It's so fun. And it's like it's i I play i'm playing it on normal i wish i started it on hard but um just but i mean it's still challenging and it's uh one thing that's cool about the uncharted 4 is that they've incorporated more like stealth options uh for combat Mm -hmm. so you so they allow you to kind of decide how you're gonna traverse a stage it's kind of like dishonored that way that um I don't know if you ever played it, but recently I played it, and it's kind of like, you know, it's a stealth game or whatever, but it basically sets you up a stage, and it sets you up a certain amount of characters you can kill or whatever, or subdue, mm-hmm. and you decide how you're going to take them all out, and, and you use your, you know, tactics. And so I've really enjoyed <laughs> what I've been doing, is like taking as many dudes out as I can, and and stealth, you know. You can yeah. like... You can, like, hide behind shit and then tall grass, kind of like Assassin's Creed. You can find these patches of tall grass to hide in and um, and take people out. But you got to be sly. And then you can, if you get caught, you can escape by breaking the line of sight, basically, from characters for a little while. So if you've zig- zigged and zagged enough, basically, they won't know where you're at. And you can kind of, like, restart um, the stealth stuff if you get caught. Or if you're just a badass, you know, or you're not, you know, you're not really inclined to silent kills like that, um, then you can just you just make sure you have enough ammo, basically, because <laughs> they'll come after you. They're smart too. The AI is really is really fun to fight against. Um, I, I I bet I'll be playing it a few times after the fact too. I'll probably play it on hard soon after I beat it.
1: Sweet. I think yeah. the thing that, like, kind of like I, when I was playing the at least the uh the first one, because I just yeah. wanted it to be kind of like I didn't realize there was going to be a supernatural element, which it's going to be weird that I complain about a supernatural element in the game, but right. I just wanted to like just like an action adventure, kind of James Bondy, kind of Indiana Jones. I know Indiana Jones has supernatural stuff in it, but it's never like mm. monsters and stuff, yeah. You know? And I wanted yeah, it, you... like the supernatural element to be something like that, where I was like looking for a, a, a relic or something, and then it melts some dude's face off because it's like cursed or whatever, you know. Right. Um, yeah, I think, like that one part when all those creatures come out, I was just like, I don't. If this is the way all of them are, I just don't know if I care. Like, no, the
0: one. Yeah, the one you're talking about is um, the second one, I think, and it's he gets to Shangri-La. They go to no, Shangri-La. It happens, in the
1: fir- it happens in the first one too.
0: Oh, what do, what does the first one have? It has like Yetis in it or some shit.
1: I think that's the second one. Yeah, the, the second there, one you know,
0: has the Yetis. What does the first one have?
1: It's like some weird cave cre- creature things. Like I forget. It's like it takes. Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Something. Yeah, yeah. The first one, honestly, the first one, I don't even own anymore. I traded yeah. that shit in. I really was like, I was like, this shit sucks. I really didn't like the first one at all. Um, but then I remember, I remember like playing the second one or seeing like at the mall or like a Best Buy or something, seeing it on TV and on somebody playing it or something like that, and just being like, holy shit! Um, the second one takes it does divert a little bit. The second one um, it does. It goes to Shangri-La and then you have Yetis. That is like the most supernatural thing because uh, they like protect. They're like they protect this ancient city or whatever. And then the uh, actually the um, the third one has like Jin kind of oh, okay. the the the. Uh, so basically, you have the the soldiers that you're fighting against. There's this sect, like the secret society of soldiers, near the end of that one. Um, in this city in this lost city in the middle of the desert, like where nobody can go like uninhabitable desert there's like a paradise city or whatever and mm-hmm. and when you get to that city there's these these the soldiers they're still fighting you and shooting you and stuff, but they can like teleport it's incredibly frustrating but rewarding um this new one it has it's like the uncharted four is like about pirates, yeah. Which is really cool, and it's about, like, so far there's just been, like, a lot of, like, emphasis on these, all these famous pirates from the from history that, like, banded together to form, like, this pirate utopia, uh, like, as free men outside of the, under, from under governments and everything. Yeah. And they, um... And there's a big emphasis on the ability of these pirates to construct these massive cities and, or these massive like temples and shit in the middle of nowhere on these islands and stuff. And they're like the detail, the details in this game are unbelievable. And I mean, I guess that's just the processing or what the PS4 is capable of. Yeah. Um But it's been like so unreal. And because the experience is a little bit more fluid and streamlined and intuitive, um, it feels it feels like a sandbox game when you know it really isn't like a sandbox game you know it feels like it feels like you could go just beyond that mountain or just keep going you know into the ocean or whatever it kind of confines you to certain the stages but they're really big um, mm-hmm. but within the stages as sandboxes they kind of allow you like a lot of options um, especially during like battles and stuff
1: that's cool yeah i, I might check it out once it gets uh yeah, cheap.
0: definitely. And the coolest thing about Uncharted 4, well, not not necessarily the coolest, but one of the cool things is that, like, these Uncharted games have always been, had a big emphasis as well on, like, the cinematic experience while you're playing the game. And in the first two, like, the first one, you would play and then cutscene, and then you'd watch this cutscene for, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> Maybe not la- that long, but, like, long-ass cutscenes, and they would have, like, little quick-time events here and there. But um, uh, but uh, in the uh, third one and in this newest one, they've like that experience has become more fluid. So you come, you go in and out of like cinematic. Uh, there are a few cutscenes that you just have to watch, basically. But for the majority of the game, like there's really cinematic moments that you're still like the way that they move the camera or like things that are going on, and as you're moving the character around there's like scripted events happening around you and and you're you're interacting with like the scripted events it's pretty it's pretty great
1: cool yeah, yeah. i'll probably end up playing it just cuz yeah everyone's
0: yeah for sure i haven't actually heard about much it. about it uh, uh you know nobody really said anything to me about it until i started playing it. i really had no idea what what to expect other than yeah like videos i watched
1: yeah, I think the first one just left, like, a bad, like, taste in my mouth, and when I was playing the yeah. second one, I was just like, there was a lot out I already wanted to play, so.
0: Yeah, the first one, the first one's rough. Maybe that's what keeps people from, like, being, like, big, these games, I've talked to a bunch of people, and I love them. The last yeah. two were masterpieces, and and this one so far is definitely masterpiece as well, but, um. Cool. But the, uh, but yeah, the first one was like it pissed me off to no end. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited to get the new Tomb Raider too when they release that for PS4. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I play, kind
1: of, I'm excited yeah. to have an Xbox One because I can play it earlier than December. 9, yeah, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. I um, I got to play a little bit of it on the Xbox, just the beginning part of the game, and it was like. That was one that was really great. I love the tomb, the new reboot Tomb Raider games. I think we we've talked about that before.
1: Yeah, oh, dude, I, I thought that game was great, and that's one of those like I expect kind of like like I knew what I was getting into with that game, and like expected like the like supernatural element to it, and like yeah, almost like it, it's almost like a horror game at times too. Like there's like some pretty uh intense stuff in that game. I don't know how far you got and I don't want to ruin anything. Uh
0: know. oh in the Tomb Raider. Yeah, I don't even remember. I didn't get farther than the first like mountain, you know, like where she's like climbing up uh and in the beginning they were like on a snowtop mountain and shit.
1: Yeah, I love that Tomb Raider game. It's great. I kept on keep on yeah. thinking about picking up that definitive edition one, but I have an issue with like going back through and playing games again sometimes. Um,
0: yeah. I usually will get through it maybe a few times and then probably never play it again, which is crazy to think, you know, it's like,
1: yeah, I mean, I wish
0: video games, games,
1: most games now I feel like are so open world or sandbox and like you have so much to do. And then by the time you've completed as much of it as you want to, and then you look at your time log, you're like, fuck, I spent how many hours just doing all this stuff and it's just like moving on dude like i could have played another game in that time period you know (laughs) like uh, yeah like i don't know how much i've logged in uh elder scrolls yet and it's probably something ridiculous though but yeah it's just it's (laughs) just weird like the games now i kind of that's why i kind of am enjoying doom so much is because it's i'm at a part that's really hard right now it's like i'm I don't want to push it down to like the easy level to get through it. So I'm just trying to get through it. But uh, I like it because it's like you do this long mission, done. You can kind of turn it off and that's it. And then you come back, you put it back on, you're going to do another mission, done. You know, and it's not going to be a long game, which is nice because I feel like every game that comes out now is like open world. It has to be or no one wants it or it's not good. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, maybe people should just go outside a little more. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Actually, I was like, I had this thought yesterday, because after I was, like, so excited, I just finally got a PS4, which I feel like it was a long time coming. Um, for already, I mean, maybe not that long, but I've played, for, so far I've played about maybe 12 to 15 hours, and it's and I think I'm just starting, like, the third act, if you will. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's, it's a pretty long game. But anyway, what I was thinking was like, I was like, I went to ride my bike after um, playing for like two days straight or, or for, you know, two sessions or whatever. And um, I was riding my bike and I was looking around. It was like beautiful weather outside, like the most beautiful, like sun setting and shit. The clouds looked really weird and everything was just like so vivid. And I was just like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, like, life really is like the best video game in a lot of ways. I don't know, I'm on this tip right now about like us living in a simulation, so I'm starting to like, be like, whoa. But I think what happened was like, video games are getting so sophisticated now, like that Drake, or the Uncharted game is so graphically like gorgeous, um, that it did something to my brain that when I was looking at the world, like I was like riding my bike around, looking at the world, like it's, the world seemed even more vivid, you know, it seemed more uh, defined, you know, but it's like, you're saying like, maybe I should just get out more, (laughs) but, um, but no, I don't know. I just had this like strange thought.
1: Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, it's like, I have this, like, coworker worker that uh, she lives outside of, like, she drives an hour to come to work, so when she's done, she basically goes home, and then I have another coworker, and we all play Elder Scrolls Online together, and mm-hmm. me and him on days off, we'll go out, like, if he'll be like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you want to, because he's like, he, uh, he went to culinary school and loves food, and he'll just be like, hey, I'm going to this place, it's like a hole in the wall, want to go? And I was like, yes, because that's some of the best food, from my experience, is the places that yeah. no one knows about. So, like, I'll go yeah. on adventures with them. But I was just thinking today, I was like, my whole relationship with this other co-worker is just through Elder Scrolls. Like, we'll talk on the headset. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I only see her in, like, work mode. And that's a different thing. Like, I respect her. Right. She's, a, she's a higher manager than I am. You know, oh. like, I have to. Like, I answer to her. Those kind of things. And it's like, a like you're not, I'm not getting the same vibe and, like, jokes when I'm, like, playing Elder Scrolls with her, you know? And I was like, this is a weird relationship, because I asked, like, today, I was like, she was like, there's this restaurant here in Cincinnati called Sammy's, which she said was really good, and I just sent her a text, Uh I was like, we should go to Sammy's tonight after work, and she's like, oh shit, I'm already, like, halfway home, I was like, fuck, you know, and I was like, this, like, our relationship is just based in this video game world, which got me to the thinking about uh, the book Ready Player One, I don't know if you've read it, but Uh I haven't,
0: I've heard about it, yeah
1: anyone who likes video games or like loves them needs to read this book. I think I'm just going to get it for the two people I play Elder Scrolls with just buy them a copy and be like, you guys have to read this. But it's basically these people are living in like Elder Scrolls, like world where there like is no real currency anymore. It's just like, like, like internet money. And you can use that. You can like have a job in the internet, do your job there, get paid that way and use that internet money to say like, order yourself a pizza in the real world so you could be like man i'm so hungry because i've been online all day in this like vr suit like running around doing this job whatever it is for this company i need to order like real food cuz i don't i can you know it's just i feel like it's going to be very close it's going to come very soon especially with like all the headsets coming out now and, yeah
0: definitely did you ever you read know? the book um snow crash
1: i haven't read that uh, i have it though
0: yeah i mean it's it's similar things it's like uh written in ninety two um they a lot of people claim it's like the last uh like the last of the the really like the cyberpunk era yeah. like the last novel of the cyberpunk era truly you know i mean there's still like cyberpunk novels and stuff but this was like hailed as that whatever but mm-hmm. it's um uh it, it's
1: uh yeah no it's I, like
0: you know it's like yeah, you know, it's like it's all like the Matrix where, you know, it's like these people yeah. that are living in this like world online. It's called the metaverse. Yeah. Um it's a great book, you know, it's like similar to what you're talking about with like Ready Player One. I'm sure like different in a lot of ways, but um but no, I mean that like I was we were kind of talking about this on the Superhouse podcast, but I was I don't know, I just been like really into that idea. I don't know why because it's kind of terrifying, but the idea of us like possibly living in like a sophisticated simulation. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because my theory is that there was a certain point from when the internet, uh, when the internet really started to become in everybody's home and started to form like cultural things and like its own like online society. Like there was some point where the internet like woke up. And it's I don't think it's like robots controlling us like uh, like um, like the Matrix. I think it's more like this overall like Internet consciousness that's like dictating the simulation. And we're somehow like, you know, it's like like in the Matrix where they're like you think it's 1999 where it's actually like 2026 or something (laughs) like my, my my theory is that possibly maybe this is not even my theory, but possibly we've. We already have the fucking, we've had the Oculus Rift and shit on. We have like body suits on that are like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But it, it goes deep. It goes down the rabbit hole, this theory. And and that also happens when you smoke a lot of weed. But, yeah. <laughs> but I was um, going to say, if anyone's yeah.
1: playing as me right now, turn it off stop, stop playing. My life's very like, this can't be that fun.
0: <laughs> we perceive ourselves as just the way that video games kind of like the avatars that you play is in video games, um, how they are kind of like realized through your actions and stuff like that. Yeah. So maybe our brain is the person, you know, maybe our, our brain is the conduit to this other consciousness. We may be, completely different people or completely different kind of like entities that are like, (laughs) I don't know. I'm going, I'm going off, off the rails here, but, um, uh, but I think, I think the truth is stranger than fiction and, and just the mere ideas, these ideas that are starting to like stimulate, because honestly what it is, is like video games are getting, so advanced now and it's becoming like more people are paying attention to video games I think than you know in the younger demographics than are are paying attention to in like movies like I feel like movies are really like kind of a niche it's still a big niche but I think they're kind of like you know I talk to a lot of people and I I hear a lot of people are like oh you know I don't really go to that many movies they're expensive and this this and that you know I feel like if you're a movie fan then you go to movies all the time but if you're just kind of like yeah I like this kind of movie here and there Um, then I think it, um, you know, I think, you know, you don't have that kind of like frame of reference culturally anymore. And I think video games have like a much bigger audience just because like, it's the future of like storytelling and entertainment, (laughs) you know, especially virtual reality. Like it's, it's, you know, like wild untapped, like frontiers that we're, we're stretching into, like. Most of the VR games coming out now are just, you know, our best guess at at the potential of this kind of technology. So it seems like we're starting to bridge that gap to where, you know, if if now we're not living in a simulation, in a decade, even less maybe, we'll have the capabilities as human beings to create a lifelike simulation. So what the fuck does that say? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) yeah that's nuts so if we're not there yet or somehow like like thinking you know like it's like the matrix that we're, tra- we're trapped inside something if we're not there yet we're on our way in there
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah because i mean <laughs> i have i mean i have all kinds of crazy ideas because imagine if you bear with me for a second imagine if you had like an oculus rift right and then recently there was like a, a a press conference that Stephen Hawking was involved in with this entrepreneur guy and they're trying to send like really tiny little spacecrafts using solar
1: sails. Yeah.
0: Speed of light or something like that, you can just travel faster and can go farther and and be able to send messages quicker or something like that like um so so what i'm thinking is like imagine if you had like this oculus or a vr headset or whatever and like your gloves or your controllers or whatever imagine at the highest and sophisticated like darpa level of technology that you had this like virtual reality system that you could tap into these small spacecrafts and potentially this is my idea, like little nano robots or something, Mm -hmm. um, or, or small little, you know, like surveyor robots and stuff that you can control that you're basically like first person view through these, you know, that's like, that takes space travel to like a whole new level, but it's not necessarily what we've assumed, like, you know, our human bodies going into space, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that we're going to send more robots out into space than we're going to send anything. So, um, I don't know. That's just an idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy. Like uh, it's on the brink, you know, it's yeah. like, there's going to be a ti- Yeah. It's going to be a tipping point. I, I think the thing that keeps coming back in my mind just from growing up and like Uh, watching 80s films and like early 90s films and stuff it's like it's fucking terminator dude it's gonna happen yeah like my biggest fear i mean probably not but it's just like it's a it's always there like skynet is real you know it's
0: yeah (laughs) i uh and that's the thing too is like there is actual government agency that uh that i forget exactly how it's like a whatever it does, it's like a computer system or something that is called Skynet, you know, like why, you can look it up. There's... I know. Right. And it's like, it's like, it's like self-fulfilling prophecy in a way. You know what I think? I think third world countries will see, will see, uh, androids on the battlefield and stuff or like war torn countries and stuff like that. They'll start seeing more robotics being incorporated into the military. Yeah. Um, so for some people in the world, yeah, Terminator is going to be very real. I don't know yeah. if you've seen. I don't know if you've seen at all the the big dog and Atlas and stuff. The Boston Dynamics robots um, that Google now owns that company, Boston Dynamics, yeah. uh, and they got it, look them up, man. They, it's a trippy shit because they have like they have Actually, one called Atlas that's like humanoid,
1: uh-huh.
0: and it can it can it can navigate terrain. They, it shows them like trying to push it over and stuff, and it can like. It, it still falls over a lot but at this point it can navigate some terrain and like catch its balance and it's the creepiest thing ever <laughs> I've seen like this thing yeah. they
1: called the mule or whatever yeah when it was first coming out and they like yeah. it, I think the last thing I watched it was still pretty loud yeah. or maybe I saw one where they come that like got the right. motor where it was silent but it was more made for like military where something could bring like ammo
0: right yeah so something. the one i think you're talking about is uh it's called big dog now okay um there's big dog and then there's another one i uh i'm not sure i'm gonna assume it's called little dog or whatever but it's a smaller compact version of that thing and there's videos of that one too you can find on like youtube and stuff of dudes like kicking it and like trying to knock it over but it just like it's like gains its balance back it's so crazy but yeah like you know it's like it's really like a lot like metal gear i feel like the Metal Gear Solid games, like, they're pretty tedious to get through, and they're all really pretty difficult, but if you can't, like, like, really big fans of the Metal Gear games um, attest to, you know, like, because what happens in the Metal Gear games is, like, there's a story, but it becomes, like, super convoluted, but then if you pay attention to the cutscenes outside of, like, the characters and the story, these characters just go off on tangents, man. They go off on these really crazy tangents about, like, what the future has to hold for warfare and technology and, and, and communication and, uh, you know, like biomechanic advancements and shit like that. And, um, you know, it's just, I was talking the other day to somebody about this is like the speculative nature of like science fiction and storytelling, like imaginative storytellers and stuff, because you end up finding that you get like, you know, you get an actual an actual organization called Skynet or you get actual machines called replicators. You know what I mean? It's like it's not yeah. quite exactly that uh the idea that you find in the in Star Trek or, or in Terminator. But um but it's close, you know, and it's starting to like manifest itself in these weird ways. And they can print food now with these three D printers, so it's like, you know,
1: that's crazy.
0: There's some there's some great power to that like sp- that speculative nature of like storytellers and dreamers and shit. Um,
1: yeah, I just looked up Atlas and Big Dog. And yeah, I've seen I've shit. seen both of these. I just didn't know their names.
0: There's a great meme. Uh, I'll try and post it to the camera noise page. But there's a great meme of. Um, there's like a whole video of them running the, the Atlas through like tests and stuff like that. And there's this guy who like kicks it and it stumbles forward and falls on its face or whatever. And so that's like a gif and it's looping and it shows the thing fall a few times. And it's, and it just says, remember this, remember this. And then the final frame is the fucking Terminator monster or the Terminator <laughs> robot turning around. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, cause it just paints humans in like such a shitty light, in terms yeah. of these fucking robots.
1: <laughs> it, it's um, weird, like, when you see, like, something, like, when you like uh, when you watch those videos and they're, like, pushing this thing over, and it's obviously to teach it, like, and, you know, program, but at the same time, there's yeah. a part of me, I'm watching, I'm like, oh, my God, like, you watch a video of it falling, like, ten times in a row, and you're like, stop.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're hurting it. You're hurting it. it. You're yeah. hurting. It's going to turn on time.
1: you. <laughs> it won't remember.
0: Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it, I you know I I have a lot of like good uh what's the word like I have a lot of optimism in terms of technology. I think I mean it could obviously just go both ways like advanced technology is going to end up in the hands of like evil people just as it's going to end up in the hands of like good people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just like what we're going to do with it. There's definitely going to be like robots and more sophisticated drone operations and stuff in war. War is going to change, you know, and yeah. And a lot of the technology we end up getting commercially is attributed to technology used on the battlefield, which is, you know, like war kind of stimulates a lot of that uh, yeah. research and development, which is crazy. It's like, it's like there's some kind of like overall instinct in humans to just like kill each other or something. Yeah. Maybe that's like, maybe that's like a population control mechanism that's buried deep in our DNA. Cause it's just like, we need, we need war, we need we need more land, and we need these people gone, so, you know. I mean, I'm yeah. sure when the musket, the like, when you could load a musket and it took you, like, eight minutes to do it, <laughs> that yeah. was probably the height of technology at one point, and people were like, oh, we're going to start fucking smoking these dudes, man. They're yeah. done. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, yeah, it's like, when you, I mean, you know, coming over to America and, like, taking it, basically, that's what happened. Yeah. They were, yeah, we just had getting that we had guns and they didn't, and we won.
0: Yeah, totally. You and, know, it's like you know. the brutal, the brutal realities of of human existence. You know, like those bows and arrows used to be the top top fucking weapon to use. You know, yeah. projectile.
1: And like you said, there's always been war, just because it's not been documented yeah. or wasn't documented. But like, I'm sure there were. Native American tribes that fought one another for land, I'm sure. Before right, that, yeah, like, there were for, probably for women
0: and resources. and
1: Livestock. You know, livestock,
0: yeah, definitely. I mean,
1: they, they're just on a smaller scale. Like, just now you see war being this huge, yeah. huge thing. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah. I think that's why, and that's, I think that's probably why people are so afraid of, like, alien invasion or, like, most of our... Um, our our ideas surrounding like aliens and stuff has to do with like a- invasion and advanced their advanced technology against ours and if they came here as like um m- malevolent beings and wanted to take us out like they they would have it would be so easy for them because their technology is so advanced you know and so you like you think of that and that correlate that with uh like the 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 conquistadors coming over and like vanquishing all the minds and stuff it's just really where that fucking that bow and arrow and that musket or whatever is just like okay. the evolution of it you know what i mean like the old ways seem to find their way out as soon as the new ways kind of push them out you know the new weapons and the new technology so i mean who knows maybe i mean maybe the robots will they'll just be like you know what you're just you're just like monkeys to us you're just little pets to us just you know, we're going to go traverse the stars and find other planets and colonize because we don't have the frailties of your human body. You guys stay here. <laughs> we'll you know, come back. You know, Wait, you guys. You? We're like, you know, like our the earth is just our fishbowl, man. Like we can't get out of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if you either have an advanced civilization of aliens that are that are already know of our our presence and they're just like, don't you know, don't tap on the glass. They don't like it, (laughs) you know? um, So, I mean, there's just like, I guess what I'm speaking to is like this weird like hierarchy of evolution or like this trickle down effect of things, you know, the way we look at like ants in an ant farm, um, the way aliens would look at us, you know, (laughs) because we are really confined anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not even to say that like they're even that more advanced. Mm-hmm. What, they could just be several years ahead of us. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to think about that. Like, or maybe it's just like aliens are just at the same spot we're at, you know? So right, trying to yeah. figure out how to traverse the stars and how to get to these other galaxies that they find through telescopes. Yeah. Maybe they're just watching us from afar. Right. And, they, then, they and that's probably all they can
0: do, you know? Like,
1: because, yeah. I mean, say if you're an alien race and you come to earth or something like you have the diseases that affect those aliens and then you have ours right so if they came here would their diseases affect us in a negative way or would ours because you also <laughs> hear that like when like the conquistadors came over you know like they had different diseases and that wiped out a whole you know all that shit happened with all those diseases like people never even heard of some of these diseases till like they came back and forth and I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. It'd be weird. I like. I feel like the first like meeting would be terrible because we'd all end up getting sick and dying or something. <laughs> It'd be like, oh, right. We just met this cool alien race, but we all have yeah. different diseases and are immune to certain things and not other things. And that would
0: be crazy. That, that would be a crazy story. Like you have, like what if even if they're like benevolent aliens, they're just like, hey, we came down here to help. You guys are cool. What's up? And. <laughs> You know, it's it's the invasion is actually like some kind of parasite or some shit that they, you know, they didn't realize their physiology or their biology would affect ours in that way, you know, something like I, that. That'd be kind of cool because then it's like it's, you know, it's outside of like just like a good and evil kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what H.E. War of the Worlds is kind of. Like, cause when they come down and they're attacking and then the red weed, but, but it, but it's always like the aliens are always the bad. Like there's never like, yeah, you never see like them trying to like make this work because that'd be a great television show, dude, that would just be like aliens come down, this disease happens. No one knows who's caused this like. Yeah. This, this strain to happen but both sides are being judged for it you know yeah see it like you it know? Creates... And it could just be like a you know like a, a political drama or something like some action yeah. or something there's gonna there's gonna totally. be bad aliens there's gotta there's bad be humans, some cool you know?
0: ships or something yeah Space i mean definitely stations. like
1: <laughs> the, the copyright maddie
0: can, and stefan
1: yeah the worst thing you can do in a <laughs> movie where you make contact with an alien is have it be human Like, look so much like us, because then you're like, well, what the fuck's up Because then it's just
0: like, hey, what's up? How's it going, guys? And it's just like, ah, man. Fuck. (laughs) Well, I
1: mean, I I got this. More of us? We we have more (laughs) freckles than you do. That's lame.
0: Yeah, that's stupid. Go back to your freckle planet, freckle motherfucker. (laughs)
1: Like, it'd be cool if they're, like, like, they looked sort of human, but, like... I guess do you remember that show Alien Nation where they were human yeah. but they had, like the weird heads and stuff? Yeah,
0: oh, that show's like, great. Maybe
1: a, little, maybe a little weirder or something, but that would be cool, man. Like just the start of a new of this new like the first yeah. season could be like them setting down and us dealing with that, then the disease yeah. starts. And, and the then disease then should trying to this, make a bridge to their yeah. world so we can go visit that.
0: The symptoms of the disease aren't like easy to pinpoint like it affects people differently. That'd be cool because then you have certain people like going crazy or certain people like having skin ailments and stuff. And it's just like, what the fuck? How do we, you know, how do we figure this out?
1: And then you would have like our side, like with the medical field that's or like the, you know, just the drug industry. Like be like, well, we can cure this, but it's going to cost this much. And then the alien race could be like cooler and be like. Yo, like, why don't you just give it to people for free? Which is a whole other, like, subplot. Yeah, that's dope, like how man. Our fucking, uh, like healthcare system yeah. is and, like, aliens not understanding. Like, and it'd also be good to throw in, like, cause I know Star Trek, like, there's no real currency on that show. Like, they yeah. don't ever talk about it. Like, that alien race has somehow figured out, like, the same thing. Yeah. Like, they don't really, like, money's not important, but for them to come down and see, uh, like where how we live in this very like consumer like money money hungry world like and how they react to that and how people would ad- like you know like if they're slightly smarter than us they could dominate that and to, i don't know this show could be fucking great man yeah <laughs> you know definitely
0: like, the, the the main characters could be part of like a cdc type of organization you know like a disease yeah. Like they're like the best in their fields or something. It could be equal parts X Files, Jurassic Park, and Star Trek, and like you know, like like
1: in The Wire. You'd have to show like each season would have to be like you know, like in The Wire, it's like the like the kids side of it or like the doc's side of it, but yeah. Kind of like oh, that's brilliant. Around into the yeah. uh, like the government, like that's the thing. Like each season, like oh, what's this season about? It's like oh, well, it takes place on the docks and it's about like the dock hands and working. But then you're like, but then it's also about drugs and politics and yeah, everything. It's about everything. Yeah. It's like living I in this it. weird little like that'd be yeah, man. Copyrighted. This put, is copyrighted. Yeah. Anyone's gonna put together to a pitch. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. That's cool, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> see, You see where the conversation
1: goes. You never know.
0: Um. But yeah, so fucking video games and shit, they're great. Yeah. I was, that's another thing I want to talk about because I've been like really excited. I'm like, I got a PS4 and people are like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, or some other guy, he was, you know, he, he talks about how he like makes beats and stuff. This friend of mine. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool too. And I was like talking about like, once I get the money, I'm buying a PS4 and he's just like, man, I'd rather make beats and play video games or something. And I was like, nah, man, video games are great. Like beats are cool too. Beats are fun to yeah. make, but yeah. video yeah. games are amazing. <laughs> it's you know i'm really it's a very big part of i think both of our lives it's like just how we grew up and as we get older and this experience has become more sophisticated where yeah. you know these yeah. games are evolved, like changing with us it's crazy
1: well i i've tried to like i think the la- before i got a ps3 uh, or an xbox 360 i tried to get out i was like no nah. but like you said it's for me video games are kind of like a playable art form like when you go to a museum you can't touch the artwork you right. can only look at it. Like, yeah. video games is, like, artwork you can actually play. And it's kind of the same thing with a movie, because, like, I I mean, for you, you get to make films, and, like, at least you get to put something out there that you're like, I made uh-huh. this, yeah. you know, and I can draw something, and that's something from my imagination or something I was feeling at the time that I needed to put on paper. But, like, to play an actual someone, like, a team of people who are like, yeah, we made fucking, uh, you know, a new Tomb Raider. This is the yeah. experience. This is, you know. And, I mean, the detail that's put into this shit now is, like, There's labors of love put into this. You know, people like to do this because our friend James, who's on the Superhouse podcast, apparently these people work crazy amounts of fucking hours. Yeah. You know, like if they didn't like doing what they're doing, they would do something else.
0: Right. Yeah. Totally. Because
1: knowing James the way I do, and I think Stefan probably does as well, he fucking loves video games. Like this guy is crazy about him. And you can tell, like, I've not played one of the games he's made, but I probably should pick up like Mortal Kombat 10 and just play it. Just to, oh like,
0: Mortal Kombat 10 is great
1: because he worked on it and like yeah. no James the way I do is just like this is like his dream come true you know like
0: that is cool and, yeah like, actually like,
1: you know having a movie up there on the big screen and it's saying your name on it or me just like having a piece shown in a magazine or something you know yeah like, this is it for James like yeah he had to have several people help him put this together but you know he's like oh yeah I work exclusively on like this figure or, like you know I did a lot with this person like you know that means a lot to him and that's yeah like, you know I don't think you can just be like, ah, video games, psh. you know, it's like they're definitely becoming something more than what they were. I mean, showing my dad like Doom and Dark Souls, my dad was like, I don't like, how do you even play this? This looks so real. And to me it's like,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: my dad's just like, no, this is real life. <laughs> I'm like, <"Well, laughs> it's not, we're not on Mars slash we're not. Yeah. Dude, I
0: world. mean, you got to think about it too. Like not only are we from a generation before the, the internet, uh, came around you know but we're we're a generation that like came up with video games and you got to think like our parents and i mean even their parents are like people old and like in their 50s or 60s they probably they probably have no frame of reference they're just like you know they just it, it probably baffles the hell out of them
1: well the frame <laughs> of reference is like mario mario like super mario brothers for a lot yeah pac-man definitely yeah exactly um So, to see, like, I mean, I'm sure, I I just don't feel like games are made like that anymore. And maybe they are in, like, the indie, like, world. Like, you can just download them. uh everything's so big budget now. I was going to say before how you said a lot of people aren't into movies as much anymore, which I can kind of see because there's just, like, the amount of, like, good stuff that's released now versus, like, the shit stuff or, like, the summer blockbuster shit. Um, but I feel like every time you get a video game, you're getting a pretty good experience. Like, you know, you can like go to several developers and, you know, like Bethesda put their name on this. It's going to be, it's going to be a solid game for the most part, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, you get a better experience. That's, I also think this thing with a TV is like TV is becoming something that like, you know, is up there with some of the greatest films ever made. Like a 10 episode series is just like, you're like, that was fucking incredible. I went through so many emotions, you know, Yeah. and I don't, I can, I'm glad I have a year till the next season. You know, I need to process this.
0: Definitely. Yeah. It's, you know, I don't know. It's, it's crazy to see where things are going, especially with like the paid services and um, what do they call it? Like, you know, like, full seasons of television being released at once, like, Daredevil and stuff like that, binge-watching and all these new terms that we get. Yeah, um, it's, it's nuts to see how, like, all that is evolving. And, I mean, back to kind of what we were talking about with video games, it's like, it's, I know I'm going to be a person who's going to play video games into my you know, probably into my 80s as long as I'm alive, you know, as, you know, as I as long as I can still understand how to play these games or Mm -hmm. or wherever the interest is, you know what I mean? I mean, there's probably a certain point where I'll grow out of it, possibly. But the way I seems now is like, dude, I need to take time out to play some games. And if not me, then there's definitely going to be people who are like old men who play video games, you know, that, that grew up with it. I'm sure there's exceptions to to the stereotype or whatever, you know. I'm sure there are plenty of old men that play video games, but <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see where we're at in our older age and how we've, you know, and possibly with that virtual reality, I mean, there's just going to be something for everybody in virtual reality.
1: It's weird that, like, when you meet kids that are younger, like, 10 years younger, like, their parents were playing video games, like, not Nintendo, you know? Like they were yeah. like PS one, PS two, like and they'll be like, Oh yeah, I played that game. I'm like, oh. And they're like, Yeah, I played that with my dad when I was little and I'm like, Oh my god, how old are you? <laughs> like, calm hold up. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was like in high school <laughs> when it came out. So wait, like, let's, let's get some age. Uh let's see what's going on here. But that's good, <laughs> like that's weird. Like I feel like the kids that you know, kids that are ten years younger than us are like already ready for this like they want the new thing. They want the uh I'm just happy when graphics look realistic, but these kids want, like, I don't care about the headset, the VR stuff as much, but I know, like, the younger generation under us is, like, probably craving for this stuff, man. They just want more. They want, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm at a, I'm at a good pace right now for video games. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's weird to think about, <laughs> to, like, grow up with, like, the first, like, these kids grew up with, like, the first Call of Duty game or something, and I'm like, oh, I grew up with Mario, you know? It's weird, yeah. it's weird to hear that yeah.
0: stuff. Definitely, or like Pong and Pac Man and shit. Like, yeah, you know, just think about that one ball like hitting the two paddles, dunk, 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 and back now in like, my day. We can say yeah, that. back in my day, <laughs> the whole history of video games as it's progressed is 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 like it's just so wild. You know what I mean? Like, uh, playing Uncharted Four, I was just thinking back to like the first Tomb Raider and. You know, now like how I was saying it's like playing with it's like playing with action figures, it's like playing with really detailed you know, like McFarlane figures or something where you have the whole playset set and all the weapons and everything. Yeah. Um, it's to me it stimulates that that part of who I was as a kid when I played with toys like that and where my imagination was going. And as yeah. video games evolved, you know, like thinking back to the first Tomb Raider, like I, I felt some of that with the controls and the way the game was laid out, but as gra- the you know the graphics were still kind of choppy and stuff like that. So there was a lot your imagination had to um, compensate for. But now, like in a lot of ways, your imagination doesn't need to compensate for you know, especially like the detailed graphical um, things that are that are going on with the next gen systems. Yeah. That it's that it's like. I don't know it's just basically the toys are getting more advanced <laughs> I guess
1: that's, but, that's a weird yeah. thing to like because there's to say that there's no imagination and it is like that's you're kind of like oh shit yeah Man, like you're taking all the like imagination uh, out of like' cause you can do everything in a video game now you know
0: mm-hmm yeah that's and weird. they're just it's getting like, more and more because' playing reading
1: it'd be cool if I could do this in this game, but it's like, Oh, I can literally do everything in this game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like a Skyrim or something.
1: Yeah. It's, it's why I like, um, like eco, Ico, however you say it, shadow of the Colossus, Mm -hmm. where it's like, they give you this world, but like the story's kind of left up to you to know what is going on. Like, you have have like a predetermined thing you need to do is like, save this person or rescue this person but it's like why am i doing these things really like why am i following this entity that's telling me to do this when i yeah. don't even like and you can just kind of make up the story as you go and that's yeah. with the last guardian finally coming out hopefully i still i still don't yeah. think it's
0: it's, out. it's got a release date and pre orders yeah. are up so it's looking better than it ever has but um, I, it's
1: going to be nice to have that game again where it's like, why am I with yeah, this creature? Why am I doing yeah, these things? Why? I agree. What's the ultimate end goal? Like, What am I going to take away? Because one of the most like, emotional experiences I've ever had playing a video game is Shadow of the Colossus.
0: Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. It's, it's, just pro- like, it's probably my top game of all time, yeah, to be completely honest.
1: If you're listening to this and you have not played this game, go get it. Play it. It is worth every second of your time. Even if there are parts that are frustrating, because it is frustrating. But it is, once you finish it, it's heartbreaking and rewarding, and just a, you know, just a great, great experience.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And then when I was talking about this the other day with the the girl who sent me uh, or sold me my um, my PS4, uh, I was just talking about, you know, like like we're talking about as as video games get more advanced and more complex and stuff, like for me a lot of times it's the it's the non complexities of these video games that that stimulate me, you know, like Shadow Shadow of the Colossus, like what you're talking about with the with the Fumito Ueda games. Um yeah. there's you know, for me it's like I can not I d I can't I can't play Skyrim for very long. It's a great game. I recognize how it's probably, you know, in the top ten of video games ever made, like yeah, um, it's great, but for me, it's like the character building and the the you know running around and looting and buying things and building your character up and stuff. It's just like that becomes so tedious for me that it turns me off to games. um yeah. Where whereas you have a game like Shadow of the Colossus, and all it is is like you can climb, you can jump, you can ride a horse, and you have a sword. You know what I mean. Your objectives yeah. are clearly spelled out, but there's so much left in like the periphery, like the ambiguity of certain things that like that's where it really captures recaptures my imagination and keeps me playing you know because to the to the gamer who is more into the complexities like an rpg game or like a skyrim it's probably like you know too simple for them yeah. to enjoy you know i've i've had a few friends that said that it was just like there's nothing to that game you know and like for me it's like there's everything to it it's like yeah you know, but, but, so it's interesting.
1: To get up on those creatures sometimes, though, was like, how do I do this? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. like, I, I feel like we have the same, like, same, and a lot of our friends also feel the same way about that game. For someone to say that is just, like, you did not play the same game. Maybe you need to replay it, you know? Um, I would take uh, 10 Shadow of the classes over, like, a Fallout.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's you know, totally That's why I The am, Last Guardian is
1: like I've been anticipating this game since it was Me talked too. about. Me you too. Know? I'm,
0: I'm um, so glad. You know, I, there's like a right before E3, they had these like, on YouTube. There's these little documentaries about them making The Last Guardian, mm-hmm. and it's just like such a labor of love. It's been almost ten. It's been over ten years now that they've been working on that game, which yeah. you don't really think about. But you know, I mean, that's just a testament to how quickly time speeds by. But, um. But it's like ten years is still a long time, especially to be putting your life and soul into like a video game and like they basically brought it back from the dead at one point. It was just like, well, I doubt we're gonna see this game over.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it's just like I see that it's like the pre orders are up and I'm like, not true. They're gonna Right, really yeah. They're I'll see it when right I himself.
0: believe it. Um, I can hold
1: I, it in my hands is when I yeah. believe
0: it. I'm gonna buy it the day it's physically in stores.
1: Yeah, you know what I, I mean kind
0: of, like I'm not going to pre-order shit. <laughs>
1: I'll probably pre-order it like the week before it comes out or yeah. like that week like before the day it drops. I'll probably be like, all right, I'll pre-order this just in case. Yeah. 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 Cuz I want to get a copy cuz I think it'll be like we're like we're talking about it now and people like it's not on their radar yet. Yeah. You know, I think once it gets closer and people are seeing that it's hopefully going to come out, uh, I think like it'll probably be a fairly pretty fucking big game
0: yeah for sure because i feel Um, like
1: i was always at the when i worked at the exchange a video game store i was people uh, like, i need something cool to play it's like shadow classes like i was always pushing that oh yeah and eco on everyone like this is the best game you'll ever play like i only play call of duty well that's not for you but i know i've
0: i've I've had many diatribes on why they're like the two greatest games ever. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, when people are just like, ah I don't know. I've never, you know, never really heard of it or played it or anything. I'm just like, What? Like, who the fuck are you? Get
1: out of my Are we drinking a bubble. beer together right now? Because before we can continue this, you need to go and play this game and then come back right.
0: to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but anyway, uh that was a good discussion on video games and virtual reality and uh
1: alien life <laughs>
0: that was a lot of fun yeah. um but we got to wrap it up both maddie and i have day jobs to uh attend really to more jobs really it's tomorrow. about the sleep it's really like i'm thinking about sleeping right now It just like sounds yeah. delicious <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but yeah so camera noise is back i like this freeform little bit um i'm sure we'll have topics and stuff more we got actually some big plans for uh for where we want to take these podcasts and how they want to go it's just taking a little time because as advanced as technology is getting my own personal technology seems to hate me at the moment
1: (laughs) and that shit's expensive too
0: it is expensive and it's the upgrades you can't keep up with the upgrades <laughs> <Yeah>. Anymore. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> anyway, um that's our episode for this week. Glad to be back. This is a lot of fun. Um This is Stefan signing out from Denver, Colorado. This
1: is Maddie, Cincinnati. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye, y'all. Peace.